Brachim Abayim to the Ein Tain podcast show. I'm sitting here at 10.24 p.m. at night on Tuesday, November 8th, finally getting around to recording the first episode of this podcast, which has been in the making for so many months now, and I'm really super pumped to um, have finally um, get, the ball, get the ball rolling on this. And um, yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit about the idea for how this podcast came about. Um, it was an idea that, um, so the idea came about um, a number of months ago, um, it was around Yom Kippur time, and I was thinking of, and you know, as, as most people do around Yom Kippur time, they feel inspired, and they definitely want to do something and change something about the coming, you know, with the coming year, they want to do something different, most people feel something different, and this past year I definitely felt that something different, there was that extra something there. And I didn't want that this Yom Kippur should pass and that nothing should change as, as, and, and that things should remain as they were before. So once again, this year should be a year full of change, only good change for all of us. And I'm s- once again, I'm super excited to get this show finally moving. And um, I would like to discuss, first of all, the purpose behind this show, um, the idea once again came a few months ago. I was thinking, me and a friend were thinking about an idea where we can finally, we can have this platform for people to share their stories or opinions on things in an honest, unbiased way. Um, I'm of the opinion that opinions are the most important thing a person can share with other people for If a person doesn't have his own opinions on something, he is not a human being. He is simply a another person repeating things that are not well thought out. And opinions are usually things defined to that person, and generally speaking, are well thought out, or not not exactly are well thought out, but uh, give off automatically a certain level of uniqueness, and enough said about opinions, but that's why they're so important. People need to have their own opinions. There's a common misconception where a person offers something to say, he recites his own opinion, and if that opinion disagrees with another person's opinion, they're automatically feuding, which is really, really not the case, because two people can have their own opinions on two different sides of the coin, and there doesn't have to be a feud, there doesn't have to be a fight, it's just two people stating the way they feel about things logically and emotionally, and there doesn't have to be any beef or outcome from that. Rather, it's just, it's they're just sharing their inner worlds with you. Now, in order to have um, two people share their own opinions in a healthy way, both people need to understand that their opinion is not the end-all, be-all, and that they have to keep an open mind to, to listen to what the other person is saying in addition to, in addition to, their, to their own side of, on things. In addition to all that was already said, it's very important that um, I let, the, let you guys know that this show is also for people willing to share their own stories, things that they were going through, went through, um, fears that they have of things they might go through, um, 
with themes and challenges we overcame and, um, and anything along those lines um, in which they can give you guys physic and inspiration for people who share similar challenges and, um, and, um, and are hoping for also a little bit of physic. I would like to share also a little bit of uh, a story that happened to me recently. It's kind of still ongoing a little bit, but I don't think it really affects me as much anymore. This past simple Tyra, I drank a bit, not sure what it was, tequila, vodka, something on the kitchen table, and, and um, this doesn't usually happen to me, but I got quite a bit tipsy, I got quite a bit drunk, and I always was that kind of person that had like a pretty high tolerance for alcohol, it never really affected me that much, but this past simple Tyra, I drank a bit, which is now three weeks ago, I drank a bit, and um, I did not tolerate it very well. I felt very tired. I, um, I kind of blacked out on a bench or something in shul. Or I fell asleep. I'm not sure what, what it was, but uh, either way, I was unconscious. And, at, you know, it, I, I kind of remained that way from, from Musaf till the end of davening. Eventually, um, I got back up. Went to went to the bed that I the place I was staying at because I was staying away for Simpas Tyra, and I, I fell asleep for another hour or two, nothing crazy. I, I'd gotten uh, a bit tipsy on Simpas Tyra before, and you know I was uh, not too concerned at this point because in previous Simpas Tyras, I um, in previous Simpas Tyras I had had done similar things and it had never been too much of a problem, but um, and eventually I woke up. And I carried on the rest of the the, the holiday completely fine. It completely fine in, in my in to me. I was completely fine, and um, I so much so the place I w- again I was staying uh, I was staying away for for Simchas Torah and Shmuel Tzeres. I was I was fine enough to drive back home, and this is a two and a half hour drive roughly, and uh, I drove back without a problem, and. Um, and I went to sleep that night, just like any other night. And I woke up the, the following morning, also completely fine. And I went to work, as I would any other day. And about halfway through the day, as I was doing my work, this sudden, I would say, like fog or heavy cloud descended upon my head and it was like my brain had gone numb and I had turned into a vegetable completely. I couldn't, I couldn't think, I couldn't even put together a sentence, I couldn't read, I couldn't do anything. I don't know what sparked this or how this occurred, but um, I was rendered useless, I would say, just about useless. But because, um, guess I'm good at uh, autopiloting myself at times kind of like when you drive you're not thinking a lot of times you just do I pretty much was able to carry out the rest of the day just doing and and um, so this this fog was 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 weighing on my head I thought you know I I didn't really know what to think at the moment because when you're in the midst of it you kind of lack thoughts it's very tough to explain you're kind of just witnessing yourself think so I went to bed that night and woke up the next morning and the fog was still there. I 
couldn't do again once again I couldn't do much of anything I could barely speak I could barely read I could barely comprehend anything I would look outside at the sign along the street and I wouldn't know what it, I, I wouldn't know what it read and and um, it was kind of it, for any spectator although I was doing my best to pretend, pretend that I was completely normal to a spectator they would um, I thought I did a pretty good job of pretending that I was completely normal I feel like any spectator who saw me, any person I ran into during those, uh, during those, um, during that time span, probably probably wouldn't have looked twice at me. That's how good I was at at faking complete normalcy. And um, and this is going on for for what for one day, and then two days, and three days, and I couldn't do much of anything. And I remember thinking before Simchat Torah that I wanted to start this podcast so badly that I would jump into it right after Simchat Torah. And now I could, I could, I could barely read uh, the instructions on on. Uh, I could barely see the ingredients on my on my toothpaste, tooth, tooth toothpaste bottle. To give a really bad example, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't read the stop sign. I had to concentrate for like three minutes, just like a minute, just to read the stop sign. Um, but I knew what a stop sign was before, so I had no problem stopping at the stop signs. And it also just so happened to have been a very, uh, a very loaded week. I was applying for jobs because my, my previous job was, was no longer viable. And here I am, uh, getting job interviews with a foggy brain, like, uh, um, I don't know. I was I was a monkey pretty much. I was a monkey for for uh, for a number of days. Couldn't do much of anything. And um, you know what I remember doing? I remember turning on football games and watching football games and watching people absolutely crush each other, and getting a kick out of that because that was the only thing my now re- uselessly rendered brain could understand. I could understand two people crushing each other under the weight of their bodies. That was what I. That was all I. That was all I could understand at that point. So um, um, this went on for 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 a couple weeks, and I was getting very nervous. I was <laughs> this. I, I didn't understand. I, I was able to think, but I wasn't able to use my cognitive abilities. I wasn't able to um, to problem solve or, or figure things out. It, I was. I was. Um, It, it, it ki- I guess it's kind of like the, the they say it's like the part of your like prefrontal cortex that um, I think that's one I think that's the part of your brain that you use to for cognitive problem solving for reading and for and and for and for speaking but um, I started to feel a little better I would say after like two weeks in and I also started uh, again I was worried the whole time I was I was googling like what you know alcohol hangovers that lasted two weeks brain fog that lasted weeks and um, it, it did seem like some people had had things that were similar to this but I was freaking out and um, and I was um, very very scared but uh, two weeks two weeks later it started coming back to me and um, I'm finally able to get this show on the road and I'm, I'm really really excited to um, to, um, to get this all started and um, and now it's with um, a fog-free brain that I can finally and clearly say, let's see eye into eye.